0: Hey, welcome in. Guys, along for the ride on a Thursday installment of our program. Our Thursday is always brought to you by our friends at Stanley Pools. Always a Stanley Pools Thursday here on 1010XL and on 92.5 FM. Frank Frangie Hayes Carlion, Lauren Brooks with you, RJ Saunders, as well, as we get closer and closer to Christmas. Just about time to start my Christmas shopping, Carlion. Yeah, you're always and sort of a late, late guy on this. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: it would be early today. Still early. Very oh early. yeah, way early. Did I kidding me? Although have you your gotten... traditional... Go ahead. No, you you start, and then I'll say... and then I'll play bad cop. You want to <laughs> fight about how to ask me a question? <laughs> listen, I'm here for both of you. Okay.
2: Well, your traditional is Christmas Eve, yeah, but, we... but you're going to be slightly busy this yeah, Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, listen,
0: I have changed my ways. Oh, I've moved it all the way up to the 23rd in recent recent years. Oh, oh look oh, at yeah. You. oh yeah, I'm very. I, I, I kind of ahead of the game. Um you know what sure. I you know I, I like to think of myself as a forward thinker, Carline. That's kind yeah. of what I think I am. Yeah. I, I, I would go. agree. Mm. Oh, yeah. There you go. yeah, interesting. I do have a question. So, if do
1: you still go out and actually well, shop? it's one of my notes here. Cuz I honestly have accomplished okay. everything I'm, without leaving my house. But hang on a <laughs> sec. Hang on. I need a 20. Cuz
0: okay. here right right there, look, Christmas shopping uh online versus stores. It's right there it's a show topic oh, today. how about that? You don't look, well, look really uh, you you. Okay? No, but I'm but yeah. I was going to go here. But you can't surprise if your wife's at home. Doesn't it ruin the surprise.
2: Well, you can get it shipped to the office, like here.
0: Did you do that?
1: I didn't get it shipped to the office. Well, then no. you ruin the surprise. No, I don't. Because <laughs> no, you you're ruining Christmas. <laughs> well, here's well, how. No, no, you Christmas, well, family. Christmas. Here's here's how it works, Frank. They they put the gifts in packages. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to your house. It's not like it's, you know, it, it obvious as to what it is. It doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah. Right, and, just, uh, I just, you know, and I, I, well, my try, I do my best lot. to intercept the mail and things yeah,
0: like just, that as well. I, <laughs> think so, I think he's ruined Christmas. Yeah. I can I see
2: Hayes running down the street, flagging yeah. down right. the UPS But driver. But that is a
0: yeah. very serious question. Cause it's a very serious and important topic. If you are someone that shops online, which most people do now, how do you keep the person at home from knowing what they're getting?
1: My wife. Will See snoop. I, I could My wife put will in a Snoop like a son of a Well, guy. and that's the thing.
0: Like we'll we sh- bring in an X-ray machine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and we share What's the thing same they take to the beach? What is it called? The beach thing with the Oh, the metal detector. Yeah, they'll have a metal <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. detector.
1: I mean, she'll have it all right. going. You, you can put different addresses on your Amazon account, obviously, or any of your accounts. But the problem is like we share an Amazon account. So oh, If yeah, I were that's to put works. a secondary like yeah, I can't. I'm not going to have that conversation. Why do you have a work address <laughs> now? Attached to this, you know, what so better to just spoil Christmas than have to worry about, you know, being questioned about. But she'll also
2: see what you purchased from Amazon, so that, but but yeah, ruining
0: Christmas. No, it's what he said. I will tell you, she
1: won't see what necessarily the order is, right? Okay, I don't like, I mean, so I I think I'm unless she (laughs) she probably actually could, I guess, but it's not like spelled out what it is, interesting. Um, now, but yeah, my guess is, uh. She could probably find out, but I mean, you I don't care. You don't do care.
0: <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
2: it depends on whether or not she wants it to be a surprise. If yeah. she, if right. Suzanne wanted it, well, to, be want it. to be, a saying. surprise. of course they wanted
0: it. It's Christmas. That's what I'm saying.
2: If Suzanne wants it to be a surprise, then she won't use her metal detector on the box. Yeah, I mean, You're there's sure some the, things. I mean, that, they pull that thing out. Yeah,
1: there's some things that she's asked me for, so that's right. not going to be a surprise. Right. And so I would say it's like, it's probably like 50 Fifty percent of her treasure trove, she knows what she's getting and 50% she does yeah. not.
0: Lauren, do you ruin Christmas for for Brian the way he ruins it for Jean?
2: I do not. You but know. What do you
0: do? Oh, how do you shop?
2: I go in person.
0: Okay, you do go. Okay. Yeah. For that reason cuz cuz you're you're a better person than Hayes, and you don't want to ruin it for him. I get that. I mean, Brian's um, on a home. I'm trying to protect the, the
1: environment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Um, but I, mean, I, th- I really thought about I will tell you a story. So, Suzanne and I have all of our accounts there, we, there's no accounts that we own that aren't joint accounts. I mean, we've been married forever. Everything's in Everything we have, is whichever name it's in, it's both of our accounts, except for one. There's only one that's not. Literally, there's only one account my wife and I have that's not. And I'll tell you what happened. Years ago, I was sending her flowers, okay, from Kuhn. My buddy Marty McCall, who owns Kuhn, does a wonderful job, Kuhn Flowers. And this was probably, had to be 20 years ago or so. Well, it just so turns out that that one account was in her name. Do we have accounts in both things? You know, some are in mine, some are in hers. I didn't think. I just said, put it on our account. Put it on our account. The ass-chewing I got for having her pay for <laughs> her own flowers, I said, you don't pay. She, she said, you put my flowers on my account? It was great. It was one of the great ass-chewings you've ever had. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, just yeah, a yeah. scolding. You know, sometimes you just get scolded. Yeah. It was a scolding. So I started my own account. You're so,
1: breaking out into a sweat just well, I mean, telling the story. I'm shaky just yeah. thinking
0: about it, so. I've started my own account at Q and That's the only place. Everything else is I'm doing. Smart. I, it's important stuff we're
2: talking that about is. here. I, I mean, think. the money's coming out of the same account. That's what that, I tried to explain. That doesn't make sense. You know what? Yeah, I got about matter. three
0: words out of my mouth <laughs> trying to make that yeah. point. Yeah, you know yeah, what And then you know what I did after that? Shut up. Sometimes you shut up and take your beating. You know, yeah. Just yeah. shut up and take your beating. So, so we have to Maybe
2: pay for cash. That <laughs> <laughs> will also cash avoid some of these issues. <laughs> cash
0: is better. Uh, things to talk about today. if up. Uh, they're at it again. They're trying to leave the uh, ACC. I got, I got thoughts on that. Uh, that comes up in just a bit. We'll talk about that. Now is when the portal starts. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, it didn't start. It's already started. But now is when it really starts. Not just for the Gators, but for everybody. Now, and particularly for the Gators, whether Billy Napier is going to be the coach at Florida, and, and this is the case with other people, too, how good your football team will be. In the case of Florida, a really hard schedule. Um, with not a lot of good players coming back, or a five-win a five team coming back that doesn't have a lot of guys ready to be great, I don't think. A handful. Trey Wilson's ready to be great. There's you know, but not a lot. I would say this is the second we talk about that journey now that'll determine that from now until when, Hayes, um, early February. I mean the portal's open longer than that, but I mean is the it? portal uh, closes
2: January second? I was going to say, which yeah. is tricky oh, for those players and the college football but players. But well,
1: that,
0: that has to do, that, is, that must have, there must be another one.
1: But I think they get a extension on that. Okay, I think. But okay, wait uh, a
0: minute, now, it closes January second. Has it always been? Well, always? I
1: think that's when it you can't enter it anymore. I right, don't okay. know at what okay, point. you can sign out of it. Okay, yeah, right. okay. I, I think that deadline is. After that, you can't enter the portal. I got it. Okay. So um, but uh, but I, d- I don't know in, if there's I, any sort of deadline like on when me, you have to t- sign. It
0: seems, feels like to me teams add guys all the way up to spring. But the point is, whenever it ends, this will determine his his career. There's because no doubt Because if it doesn't work at Florida, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to get another crack at it. You know? So, yeah, I I mean, mean, he's not a guy that has had success elsewhere. So, if he fails at Florida, gets another crack. So, this will be – I mean, it's it, it's on.
1: For guys like Billy Napier. Yeah, and look, you're going to open against a Miami team. To Mario Cristobal's credit, they had an unbelievable close. So they finished, I believe, third on the 24-7 rankings. That's amazing. Uh, Right behind Georgia and Alabama. So, obviously, Miami really well built in the trenches already. They then add this kind of a class. And yeah, I mean, it's in the swamp, and it'll be at night i'm I'm sure, so that certainly helps Florida and Florida has the uh at least at this point, the more it's established quarterback, we'll see what the hurricanes do in the portal there but uh but yeah, I mean, look, if he loses to Miami, I think it becomes really tough to overcome because if you lose to Miami, you might lose to a and m at home, and then the wheels come off. I mean, then you're looking at the possibility of really like a three and nine kind of season where there's no argument about what should happen with the program. He will be fired well before they get to the finale. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, this is it for Billy Napier. I mean, he, he has got to, and he doesn't have a lot of room. That's the thing. I think they're actually one over right now. Uh, so he still needs guys to clear out, but he's got some issues. Like right now at quarterback, you've only got three on the roster. So do you tell Jack Miller to go? When you know he's never going to play for you, it's a great point. But if he leaves, you've only got Mertz and Lagway. Well, what if Mertz, who's already shown a you know penchant for you know getting hurt, because he got hurt before the collarbone. I mean, he was playing through. He you know he, there was a couple games where it looked like he might not be able to finish, and and then you got a true freshman who plays physical. So I mean, what are you going to do if both those guys get hurt? So, I mean, Florida, it, they, they've got some room that they can create, but it's probably only five or six scholarships, and it may be after spring practice because they may, may need some kids to graduate before they're even willing to go into the portal because they obviously don't want to sit out. They want to get the degree and then have a, another freebie.
2: I think that game between Florida and Miami is going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger before we get there because we always look at it from the Florida perspective because that's where we went to school. But from the Miami perspective, Mario Cristobal made a massive mistake this past season that changed the trajectory of their season. And I think, again, we don't look at it as closely, but I think he could certainly be on the hot seat. And while he did do well in recruiting, that's a massive game for him to beat Billy Napier and this Florida team that everybody's down on.
0: And he's one. This is it's also one of the school, one of the few schools right now—not few, but one of the schools right now—that has no idea who its quarterback is. I mean. I mean, it's not the freshman. I keep forgetting his name. Emory Williams. It's not Emory. I doubt very seriously. I could be wrong. I doubt very seriously Mario Cristobal goes into the 2024 season, which begins in the swamp with Emory Williams. I, I may be wrong, but I don't sense that. I sense it somewhere else now. So uh, so it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see the way that whole thing plays out. So we'll talk about that uh, a little later on the program. We'll start with the Jags uh, in just a bit. We also have a Duval County Scholar athlete uh, that stops by in just a bit. Caleb Williams coming by. Um, I hope Caleb brings the Dr. Pepper, the, 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 all the Dr. Oh, Peppers yeah, to the commercial. To the, yeah, the fans. Yeah, we'll bring yeah, that. Yeah. And, uh, and Definitely the, the mom. And, and the effort. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. And we're off and running. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, our Duval County's Scholar Athlete of the Week is named Caleb Williams from, from Rebalt. We we'll look forward to that. Uh, we'll talk about Trevor. Will he play? Will he not? I still don't think we're going to know this. Might be the weekend before they announce anything. We just won't know. That's the way protocol works. But the importance of the Bucks game. How do you beat the Bucs? How good are the Bucs? We'll certainly talk about that a lot today. Some NFL talk, Ravens and 49ers this week. We'll get to that. Uh, the Florida State things, I think, a big deal. Do they get out of the of rights? Should they get out of the of rights? All that. We got our picks coming up. We'll give you picks results from last week. All that coming up and, and more. So we're glad you're with us. This is 1010XL at 92.5 FM.
3: The Frangie Show, live from the Hastings Injury Law Firm Studios on 1010XL. Hit back with Hastings. Thursday, music the way it should be, or at least used to be, on the Frangie Show.
2: Well, way up north where the air gets cold, there's a tale about
4: Christmas that you've all been told, and a real famous cat all dressed up in red, and he spends the whole year working out in his sled, it's the Blue St. what I did today for
0: Rock Thursday is I, uh, I asked Hayes and Lauren to put together some Christmas songs, and I'll do Tomorrow's. Sweet. Which one of y'all do this? This This is is Lauren. All right. Great choice. Very good choice. Yeah, very good choice. Little St. Nick is very good. That's uh, one of my favorites. uh, I've got about ten favorites. That's one of them. So so there you go. Today, so Old Rock Thursday today. Rock and roll artists singing uh, Christmas songs today, and then uh, tomorrow we'll have some of that and then some other stuff, but all kind of a... I'll sign up Christmas stuff tomorrow. So there you go. Our, our Duval County Scholar Athlete. I, I stay correct. I was thinking 220, three twenty, so I apologize. So Caleb Williams comes in at three twenty. That is our Duval County Scholar athlete. And it comes in at about an hour from now. So I was I was losing my mind there for a second. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, if he plays, and we'll know officially, I guess, over I, I assume, Hayes, when 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 concussion when players go into concussion protocol, we there's no real rhyme or reason as to when you find out, is there? The, the, not it,
1: usually. It, I mean, I, I would think this goes all the way to Sunday at two thirty. It could. Couldn't it? I it, mean, it, I, it I think could. we'll know when the inactives come out. I mean, in, in terms of if he's playing, they could rule him out before then. Yeah. Uh, so if it, if they get, if they're pretty confident, he's not going to play, then I don't think they're going to, you know, I, I, you know, I don't think that, you know, they will keep it a mystery if they know he's not going to play by the time that they're heading to, to Tampa. But, uh, you know, but I think he's ideally, hopefully, going to take enough of a step on Friday to where maybe it's still mathematically possible that he could be cleared in time for Sunday. So, you know, I think there's, I think there's a good chance you're really not going to know yeah. until inactives come out at two thirty on Sunday before four o'clock kick.
0: And like you said earlier this week, the longer we don't, it's, it's the longer you don't hear he's not playing. The more you're confident he might play. Now again, there's no way of knowing. You can't even predict it. I'm telling you, I'm guessing. You made a good point. If he was out, we could possibly know that by now. But if he's not, but if he's in because it's concussion protocol and he could he could fail a, per, a concussion test at any point. You were saying they they only tested once a day. I think mm-hmm. they, they they released that. So you don't really so you really won't know. You could know he's out sooner than you could know he's in. Because out they could announce. In they probably won't. To Hayes's point. Because he's probably still going to be taking concussion tests, right? So, so, so it'll be interesting. To and see.
2: every concussion is different. There's, there's not yeah. like, okay, well, this was a grade one. This is a grade two. It's not like that at all. So that's why we also have no idea.
0: And you can't talk yourself onto the field. I've been saying that all week long. Ankle, knee, arm, hip. You can talk. Uh, coach, I'm good. Uh, uh, doc, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Watch me. I'm good. You can't hear they tell you based on how you do with the test. Um and, and I don't know that he's pray he, I don't um, my guess is he's not practicing today uh, That's I don't correct. know if, uh, didn't yeah. seem like it yeah. from
1: the media reports yeah so 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 we'll, so we'll see but anyway so hopefully have we
2: had a quarterback have multiple injuries yeah. and multiple different injuries in one season as a Jaguars quarterback before he's had
1: a bunch this year this is he his has. third one right uh I can't remember like we had I mean, Nick
2: Foles get injured early in the season but right. I don't think he had anything else I don't remember
1: Blake playing through a ton of stuff no I yeah. think he um, might have had
2: a shoulder at one yeah, point I um, will we'll
0: tell you this they'll all football players will all tell you in December everybody's always hurt
1: right you're all you, Nobody, but Trevor especially has right. really had a, a rough go of it. I mean, most players don't have three on field where it's clear they're hurt, mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, three times in the same season. So uh, although the concussion was probably the least clear that he was hurt. But certainly the uh, um, the knee when he got twisted up against the Colts and, uh, and the other day when he got stepped on by Walker Little, those both looked, wow, he could be – severely hurt and uh, yeah so it's it's been a tough year for Trevor from a health standpoint Um, you know I I would say this I my, I think normally when a player gets a concussion there's probably if you looked at the league in general over the last couple years a 70 percent chance they're not going to be able to come back the next game it does happen but I would say it tends to be more of it you're going to at least miss one game Right. If not more than it is, I, I, there have been Omari Cooper played. Uh, um, I don't think Brock Purdy missed a game uh, with his, but most of the time you're gonna miss a game. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's looking unlikely. Hopefully he can do something tomorrow. If he can do something tomorrow, that would be a really good sign. You know, still have 48 hours before game day. So given all of that if we assume for a second that he is going to play we, there's no way to know him. but let's
0: let, let's have this this conversation about if Trevor's playing i would make the point that this might be there's no easy games in the NFL so easy isn't the right word but i would say this is the least talented overall roster the jaguars will play since beating tennessee on november 19th i don't think i would pick houston to beat these guys and I would pick Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Baltimore all to beat these guys. Yes, agree with all four.
1: I yeah, I don't think I don't think Tampa Bay is very good. Yeah, that, that's where I'm going with this. But they're playing at their ceiling right now. Yeah.
0: So so for me, this will be the most winnable game. They're all winnable. You have a good team, but this will be the 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 least of a challenge from a roster standpoint And the Jags have played since they played the Tennessee Titans here with Will Levis uh, hardly having played at all on November nineteenth.
2: Right, I agree with you overall as far as the roster is concerned. The thing that though, like I talked about earlier this week, that really concerns me is is Baker Mayfield is playing well and he's got guys that he can yeah. throw it to and they can make huge plays. So I just obviously need to know more about the Jaguars secondary injury-wise as we get closer to the game. But that's the part, that matchup to me is, is dangerous.
0: What if I told you, and I don't know, Tyson Campbell's playing, Andre Cisco's playing, Trevor Lawrence is playing. Would you pick the Jags? Yes. Would you pick the Jags? Yes. Yeah, I'd pick the Jags, too. And and, and uh and and, I, and by the way, we're going
2: to make the picks before all, we know all that. Well,
0: yeah, right. For all <laughs> exactly right. For all we know none of them will play. But I mean, I just think I just think this is a game. I would I am going to go this far. I'd be a little bit surprised if they don't win this game. I I again, there's not that much difference. The records are close to the same. Um Baker Mayfield is a very good at times a very good quarterback. But I I just I just feel like Again, it's not an easy game. I think next week's a easy, is is probably is an easier game because I really don't think the Carolina Panthers are very good, which is why Hayes, this one's so freaking important. Because if you win this, you're going to win next week, and you're going to ha- you're going to be ten and six, and at worst, tied for the f- tie. If you win the next two, if you win this, you're winning next week. I'm convinced of that. You're going to be ten and six, tied for- at worst, tied for first place. Those two play each other on the last week. You've got the tiebreaker, and you go to, you go to Nashville. So, and I'm convinced they're winning next week against Carolina at home, which makes this game so vitally important, the most important game the Jags have played in two years in my mind.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. The other thing, too, is it would be really devastating. With everything that they've built over the last 18 months, it would be really devastating to have a collapse like Tennessee had last year and totally miss the postseason. I it, I mean you're in Trevor's rookie year, I mean rookie year, rookie contract uh, which gives you an advantage over a lot of these teams that you're competing against because you're not paying your quarterback 40 plus million a year to play. Uh, and so it would really feel like a blown opportunity to be 8 and 3 and then not get in. And so I, like even if they didn't win the division but got in as a wild card, okay. It's the NFL, it's a really competitive conference. That'd be slightly disappointing. But it's hard to argue about them going to the tournament in consecutive years. It'd be the first time that they've done that in a really long time. So even if, if, if they got in, I, I think overall it would, it would have to be judged of a fairly successful season. But if they collapse and they don't get in, they lose to Tampa, and they let the Colts or the Texans win this division, When I mean, they've been playing with Gardner Minshew basically all year and the Texans didn't have Stroud for games down the stretch, that would be flat-out embarrassing for the Jaguars. It would negate a lot of the good that's been done here with Doug Peterson in charge.
2: Yeah, I totally agree, and obviously the fans will lose their mind. Uh, But I think, Frank, when you look at it to your point, The Bucs haven't beaten a team with a winning record. They don't have a single victory over a team with a winning record. That's kind of the point. Yeah, and the Jaguars obviously have multiple of those, between the Colts, the Texans, and the Bills earlier in the season, which, again, feels like so long ago now. But it's all one season. Uh, So that's where, when you look at it, it's like, okay, the Jaguars certainly have much better victories than the Bucs do.
0: To your point about Baker Mayfield, and I've always liked Baker. I thought he would be a way better pro than he turned out to be, so I was wrong about that. But – He's at 64%, which is average in the NFL. But he's thrown for 3,300 yards through 14 games. 24 touchdowns and eight picks. So he's had a good year, Hayes. He, I mean, Baker Baker may and, – and he's got two great – he's got a great pair of receivers. If you, if you look at receivers in pairs, if you don't go three and four deep, if you look at receivers in pairs, you'd put that pair against anybody, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, Mike Evans has been sensational since the day he got into the league. He's over 1,000 yards again. Uh, 11 touchdowns on the season, just uh, an incredible year. Baker Mayfield's been smart about it. He gives Mike Evans a lot of targets, and uh, it's worked out well. If Tyson Campbell can play, I think Tyson Campbell is capable of slowing Evans down. Godwin doesn't concern me as much. I just don't think he's been the same player after the injury uh, that he sustained a couple years ago. So he's a concern, but I don't think he's a, a top receiver in this league. And they really don't do much with the third option. No, they really don't. Or the tight end. So if Tyson yeah, Cade
2: Otten is the tight end, yeah.
1: If if uh, Tyson Campbell is active and and can negate Evans, or if they want to put Tyson on Godwin and double Evans at all times, however they want to go about that, I like that matchup in in terms of it's Tampa's strength, but I think the Jaguars can combat that strength pretty well compared to a lot of teams and and if you're able to slow them down then Tampa doesn't do much in terms of running the ball their their running back has, has had a decent season in terms of just yardage yeah, Rashad White he's but, actually been pretty good yeah but they're last in the NFL in yards per carry so right. when they when they try to run it they're awful at it so um yeah so you'd like to think that defensively the Jaguars can hold Tampa to a reasonable number and you know yeah. and it's just a question of can the offense get there if Trevor is active i think they can if he's not active then i think Tampa's going to win the game
0: what's Zay Jones status on the injury report
1: i'd be shocked if he plays okay, yeah. uh, i think they listed him as, well he didn't practice yesterday okay, so so i mean any time a coach is saying week to week yeah yeah i mean so, that's really hard to so, see them play without missing a game so
0: let's assume they don't have zay
2: I would bet they list them as either doubtful or out. Would yeah, be my yeah, guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, so let's 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 assume they don't have. Let's they don't have Zay. The uh, receiving core, then, the starting receiving core. Not not counting tight end is Calvin Ridley, Parker Washington, and Tim Jones. Not good. That's your three. It, your your three then would be Calvin Ridley, Parker Washington, and Tim Jones. Now. In today's NFL, move tight ends are kind of like wide receivers, and Evan and you've Ingram. You've got
2: Jamal Agnew too.
0: Yeah, and Jamal, yeah, but I don't think he'll start the game. I I think that he'll play some. Um, so 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 with uh, and you'll throw a bunch of balls to Ingram, I would imagine. But have to. And I also think you'll probably play a lot of that thirteen personnel. They like that three tight end stuff because because it's almost like Ingram's a wide receiver when they do that. It's almost like a two tight end set with Ingram as a slot receiver. That's kind of how it feels when they do that. But that's the other concern, Trevor no Trevor, who you can throw the ball to? I mean you gotta find gotta find someone other than Ingram, boy, Calvin Ridley really has to show up, man, you know i mean i, I will if ever if ever you had to show up agent zero or whatever they call him mm-hmm. boy calvin i'm sure if you ever 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 had to show up, this is the game this more than any game he's played here,
1: yeah, this is absolutely the game because you're down two of your three and uh and it's hard to depend on Calvin right now based on what we've seen so if he's able to have a monster game it would go a a long way uh, towards restoring confidence in Calvin Ridley and you know Ingram I think everybody realizes is having a great year and everybody's counting on him to to produce but you know it's 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 it can't just be Ingram I mean Ridley's got to have a game where he has eight catches for a buck 15 and a touchdown. Like that's the kind of game that he needs to have. And he's capable of doing it. I, the other, the other problem with the whole thing is normally you would be like, okay, well you're down Christian Kirk, you're down Zay Jones. All right. Just more of an emphasis on the run and win this game on the ground, they're incapable of doing that. Like we know they're not going to do that. Like if they rush for 80 yards, it'll be a surprise. So, I mean, Unless something happens with this run game that is really unexpected, that's not going to give you a lot.
2: Yeah, I would think that honestly, another option, God bless you. I would think another option for Trevor or CJ, depending on who starts, is throwing the ball to the backfield to ETN. I mean, that might you know need to be another guy who's catching the football because you are down Zay and Christian. Yeah, potentially and, Zay. That's what we expect.
0: And I would think passes to the backs would be a factor. So we'll see. Interesting game, Bucks and the Jags coming up uh, Sunday on Christmas Eve. That game is at 4.05. When we come back, we'll get to some college stuff. FSU uh, testing the waters again. What are their options? We'll talk about it after this.
3: The Frangie Show, live from the Hastings Injury Law Firm Studios on 1010XL. Hit back with Hastings. It's an old rock Thursday. Music the way it should be, or at least used to be, on The Frangie Show.
2: I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold. Outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been Been hoping that you'll stop i hold your hands there just My like ice. Will start One rock and roll star, leave. one country singer. This is
0: great. This oh, is Hayden's so pay. I had no idea Rod Stewart, I saw on the list. I had no idea Rod Stewart and Dolly Parton. It's the best, in my opinion. It's the
1: best version of this song. They get so like flirty, playful at the right, end right, of this right, song. Right. It is awesome. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. By
2: the way, I'm Check a kid. kid.
0: I, this is a great choice. By the way. Yeah, I saw it on the, on the text.
2: I, I didn't know they had done it. Um, I'm
0: telling you, of all, I'm a I'm a kid of the I'm a, I'm a kid of the '70s that loved rock music. But I've never, so I, remember, I've always said, I've seen everybody I wanted. To, I've never seen Rod Stewart. And he's coming in February. I think. Oh, oh, really? really? And ne- he's coming to Daly's. Now, I've never seen Rod he's Stewart. He's coming to Daly's place. In, in the, I think oh, so. Wow. Yeah, I think he's coming like it's February, June, May. I don't know. I think he's maybe a long I think he's coming to Daly's. Wow. But I've never seen Rod Stewart. That'd I mean, be a very fun show. I mean, I, yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you think so? Am I wrong about that, Lauren? I think I'm right about I'm that. I'm
2: looking it up as we speak. I think
0: speak. He, he came last year.
1: I mean, I you got to go just to hear Maggie May. But, the, the whole, yeah. I,
0: it's funny you said that. I I'm, that's a big deal to me you know yeah. i wanted to see one time when we went to that concert the con- when we went to the concert and, and sat in the box i wanted to see journey sing don't stop i mean that, that's right. that's why i that's why i went right yeah the, the other by the way the other four hours of the two the two bands were good too yeah it was fun but i wanted to go see right. journey see i mean that's a big deal to me yeah to go, if, if you if, if you've i'll say any music lover if you've never seen billy joel sing piano man Somehow, mm-hmm. mortgage what you have to mortgage. Get on a plane and go see him. <laughs> go see, him. but I want to see. I gotta see Rod Stewart sing Maggie May.
2: So he is coming. You are correct, February seventeenth yeah. and Daly's Place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a great get. I, he was there last year. He played the Daly's last year. Really? Yeah. But I how mean, how did we miss that? But Rod Stewart singing Maggie May. I mean, I gotta, I gotta see Rod Stewart sing Maggie yeah. May. I, I can't live without without seeing. When that. did you say it is? February. Fe- February seventeenth. Yeah, I know. It's wow. So out.
1: it'll be like. Jags win the Super Bowl, and three <laughs> days later, we see be, Rod Stewart. It
0: might be the day of the parade. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean the parade right to it. I mean, parade right, right to Rod. Rod Stewart arm-in-arm arm with Trevor Lawrence hey, on, uh, the, on <laughs> the on the. <laughs> – <right, on the, laughs> We're live from the parade. Now we're live from Rod. Yeah. So, so there you
2: go. I When I was camping, I met someone whose dog was named Maggie May, and I was like, oh, after the song? And he was like, no, we just – we just like the name Maggie Mae. i well, was that's, like, stupid, that's impossible.
0: It's also a stupid <laughs> answer. Okay. It, it is. A, by the way, tell your friend. <laughs> right. that, it wasn't a friend. It was a well, random person. Well, Arrest so, this man. Yeah, tell <laughs> tell random person he's lying. Okay.
2: I probably should have. I was like, I, I don't understand how that works. But uh, by the way, the tickets are sold out for Rod Stewart. So it's a good thing that you have some connection. I, I have know, a
0: dog named do Jumpin' Jack him. Flash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with the song. Uh, good
2: call. All right, let's get it to college football. Florida State has called a meeting for tomorrow morning. Now, they didn't actually say what the meeting is about as far as the board of trustees are concerned, and it's an emergency meeting is what they're saying. But most people obviously believe, Frank, that this is going to be another way, another conversation of how Florida State can get out of the grain of rights and leave the ACC, to which conference? That part we don't know yet.
0: Somebody, somebody tweeted a really important and interesting note today. Did you see this? Someone said, "Forget the grant of rights for a second. Is Florida State really gonna spend hundred? Because it's 120 million dollars that will be the exit fee. Are they really gonna spend 120 million dollars to in, to make an extra 30 million a year in TV rights? I mean, it made some sense. It's four years before you're even right. You know, so does that make sense? But I think it's probably bigger than that. It's bigger than that. But I here's what I think, and, and we'll get Hastings on here and talk about the specifics of it." I, I, we've read about this so much, and every story says the same thing. School X, in this case is Florida State, School X has sent their attorneys to Greensboro the to to view the grant of rights numerous times. Did you see this also? Because they won't allow the grant of rights to leave the office. It's so stupid. In this day and age... <laughs> right. no, it's not, What is it, the Declaration it, of yeah, Independence? Exactly. I, mean, I mean, in this day and age, nobody... Is it, I mean, can it? we
1: get Tom Cruise and his Mission Impossible team to <laughs> I mean, steal well, the Grand of rights? I mean, can
0: it possibly be true that that it's never left the – in 2023, it's never left the building? Isn't
1: that so typical, like, ACC, yeah. though? Yeah. That yeah. self-importance. It's like yeah. – I mean, get over yourself. So, so
0: literally, the rather than send it to me, let me review it, let me send it – no, you. they have to fly to Greensboro, get in a rental car, probably a nice one, maybe an SUV, drive to the offices – Go into the offices and view it there. What are we doing? It's so ridiculous. I mean, how can that really be the case? Again, because it's not like they the don't want to make ruined. it easy. Yeah. Right. yeah. Or, or is the thing flimsy? Even though, it, if if it was really were, if it was really made to be, I mean, if everybody could see it, like could really see it, would it then all of a sudden not be as ironclad as they say? The, the other part, I mean, isn't there some sort of a Freedom of Information Act that would make it possible to see it?
1: I don't know that the ACC operates like a a government institution, so I don't know that they'd be. I doubt they'd be, you know, responsible for open record and stuff like that. Plus, we have a state that's like incredibly open. Yeah, Uh, but there's
0: free. We have the Sunshine Act, but there's Freedom of Information Act in other states. There are. I mean, I
1: my guess is, it's not. Something well, that they have to obviously cause you cause would if, think, that, if by now yeah, yeah. But no
0: I know you're right
1: I, the thing that I find interesting legally is like they all were excited to sign this so did they take the time to make it ironclad did they ever think right. of will this ever be challenged because I'm sure the day that they put the agreement together all the member schools were really excited to, otherwise why would you do it so obviously all parties were really excited to have it at one point so. Was it written I mean, I would think if you were doing your homework it would be written as ironclad, but if the mood is such of, oh, we're all such great friends and we're so excited to, you know, have this partnership and it's so great that it lasts until twenty thirty six and gives us all this great stability, then was it written in a in a sense of, Hey, somebody is eventually gonna challenge this, so make sure it is really hard to get out of it? Uh you know, it's Gonna be interesting to see. But Florida State's been on record saying the grant of rights is not gonna keep them from, you know, getting out of it. I I just come back to where are you going? And are you gonna take a reduced share? Because the problem Florida State's running into is the Big Ten is taking in schools. But like Washington and Oregon, but they're taking reduced shares because they were they had no leverage. So they looked at it as, well, we'll take less so that we have a spot at the table and eventually we'll get our full share but we're going to wait a while. Well, Florida State I don't think is is going to be willing to do that. They certainly don't seem like it. Mm-hmm. They have this attitude of you should be thanking your lucky stars that we want to join your league and that's just not how the world works. So, you know, if the SEC is giving Texas and Oklahoma full share, but if it's the and I think FSU if they go anywhere it'll be the Big 10, but if it's the SEC, then That's been set where the SEC could say, well, yeah, we'll take you. But for the first seven years, you're going to take a third of what everyone else gets. Well, that defeats the purpose of it as well. So it doesn't appear like there's really any easy solution here because I think Florida State is kind of operating under this assumption that somebody is going to like court them, the Big Ten or the SEC. It doesn't seem like that. It doesn't even seem like they're the bell of their own ball. It seems like North Carolina is the bell of the ball, and Virginia is the second school that both the Big Ten and SEC would want. It doesn't seem like Clemson or Florida State, or they should be. They're the best football programs, but it doesn't seem like that's what's going to carry the day for expansion in the Big Ten or the SEC if they expand again.
2: And the Big Ten has the academic requirement of all of its institutions, and FSU doesn't meet that. So I don't know if they would change the requirements.
0: Yeah, but I I don't think every – I think they may be all AAU schools now, but that wouldn't keep FSU out of it. I mean, FSU's a good school. FSU's not. FSU's not an AAU school, but this isn't. I mean, it, this it that I don't. Back in the day, they were they were close because I don't think Nebraska was when they got in. I think they are now. So I, I don't. But I don't. Then why
2: would you covet North Carolina, and Virginia over well, FSU?
0: Well, well, and that's in part. That's part of it. I, I, I don't think it's that black and white. Is my point. But but here's my thought about that. Has FSU reached out? To one of them and said, Listen, that's my behind the scenes, obviously. Has FSU reached out to Tony Petiti or to Greg Sankey and said, Listen, okay, we now are ready to make a move. We think we can challenge the grant of rights. We think we've got a leg to stand on. We've raised $120 million exit fee. Are you interested in us? That, I would think now's the time to ask that question. Because nobody has said that, because nobody wants to admit who asked first. Did UCA, USC and UCLA ask first or do they get asked first? Did Texas and Oklahoma push to get in, or did they get recruited? Right. The, the SEC says they recruited. the Remember that Greg Sankey was adamant about they called us, which I probably believe.
1: By the way, don't I, you? I do believe.
0: Yeah. And so, so if FSU, if FSU reaches out quietly behind the scene and said, "Listen, we've apparently this whoever six whatever the what's the name of the, the who who is it? The, they've raised the money from some. They raised the money from somebody.
1: The private equity yeah, fund. Yeah. I, I don't okay. remember the name but of it,
0: the, but it's something six. But they they've raised the Apparently the 120 million has been raised. Okay, so and, or is in place or is positioned to be in place.
2: I saw J.P. Morgan Chase.
0: I know, so that might be it, but but maybe that was it. But no, nonetheless, the money's been raised. The money's either from everything you hear. So it's just a grant of rights. If they say say we're ready now to challenge the grant of rights, we are ready to challenge. it. We are ready to, to and we'll see if we win or not. Are you interested? Now the SEC and Big Ten may say, well, no, no. If we don't get your TV rights, there's no point in having you. So you got to make sure we get the TV. That that's what complicates this. But uh, I'm now tired of reading about it. I'm right. I'm now, now tired ty- with all due respect to FSU. Listen, I've defended FSU on this thing all along. But you went to the ACC when you could have gone to the SEC, which is true by the way. The SC- people say the SEC never offered. No, actually I can tell you they did. I, I trust me on this. I've been in this business a long time. They went, they offered. FSU made what I think was a wise decision and that is go to the ACC. There's less resistance. I've told the story many times. Wayne Hogan, then the SID, later the AD, was at the day in Daytona Beach at the Indigo when they had the Florida Sports Writers Association meetings, and in early 90s. Then I asked Wayne, I said, Wayne, why would you guys not go to the SEC and compete with all the, all the SEC teams? Because it just seems like you fit. And he looked at me dead in the eye and he said, Frank, he said, Coach Bowden, Coach Bowden, told me we've been playing Virginia Tech and Memphis and Tulane and South Carolina that's before South Carolina was in. The old Metro teams in Memphis. Why would we trade those teams in for Alabama, Auburn, LSU, and Tennessee? Why would? Why in our right mind? Why would we do that? We'd rather trade Memphis and Tulane and and Cincinnati for Wake Forest, Duke, and North Carolina. That that's a that's an easier path for us. Why would we? It's not a cowardly path. It's an intelligent path. And I agreed with him. I said that on the air. I agreed with the decision. Well, now the decision's coming back to him, I suppose. It, that made it easier to win national titles. Now the belief is it's going to make it harder to win national titles.
2: Well, 10 years ago was probably when they needed to start to think about conference realignment and get ahead of it. By the way, the private equity firm is 6th Street. That's so it's it. J.P. Morgan yeah. Chase along with That's right. Uh, Craig
0: Dewhurst just texted me. Thank you, Craig. Craig texted me that too. Sixth, I said 6th. Yeah, 6th Sixth Sixth Street.
2: Street. So, yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I just think FSU is, is behind the times. And at this point in time, you can't. You can't ask for the moon and not have a leg to stand on, and that's where I think they are right now.
0: But, but I, I, I'm telling you, if it was me, if I was FSU, I now, by now I would have I – and maybe they have, by the way. I, I, like, I bet like, they did a year ago yeah, when we first heard it, of them it, trying to have I, w- I would have gone to one of these leagues and said, are you in – Because by, and by the way, snooty Big Ten, snooty SEC, you'll never convince me if it's all about television dollars, and television dollars are about which teams get watched the most. It's not about market. People, let, let me dispel a myth. It's not about market size entirely. That's part of it. It's about which teams generate the, the the best ratings, and FSU's high on the list. So I can't believe for a minute the SEC or Big Ten wouldn't listen for that reason.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I would also say that I I doubt the SEC and Big Ten are willing to give them a whole lot of information because – this thing is – I mean, the legal battle is only starting with the grant of rights. If FSU does leave, it stands to reason the ACC is going to sue whichever conference FSU goes to. Well, that's the thing. And then you're in trouble if you were engaging with FSU in talks of joining the league while they were still wrapped up in all of this. So, I, you know, I, I think FSU – I thought they must have had something back-channeled a year ago, and then they elected to stay, and I was like, well, that's odd. You know, so I don't know that they have anything. And, again, I, I can see it from both sides with each conference as to why they wouldn't be a great fit. If you're in the SEC, do you really need to add FSU? I mean, yeah, it's a great school, and it's, a, it's obviously it's a great program, but you're, you just added Texas and Oklahoma. You haven't even seen what your league's going to be with that yet. And if you add FSU, you have to add another school. You're now at, you know, 18 schools. And if you're the Big Ten – Who's already at eighteen? Yes, it gives you Florida. It, it it introduces you into the South more. But again, now that's your nineteenth school. You have to find another. So that puts right. you to twenty. I mean, at some point, the pie slices are so tiny that I just don't know that it's going to make financial sense. Well,
0: that's that's the convert the, the The only conversation is the financial one. Is they they I, I'm just will they generate enough more television revenue by having another team that draws a lot of heads, a lot of eyes, enough to win? Will the pie grow big enough that splitting it 18 ways instead of 16, the you'll still make more money? That's the only conversation. The, the only conversation to have is if we're splitting a pie four ways and we all get 25%, if we now split it six ways, is adding the two partners going to make the pie big enough that one-sixth is bigger than one-fourth would have been. That's the only conversation. and, and, and so, and, and, but, I, but I have a hunch some people believe it might be. I don't pretend to know the numbers because why would there even – there wouldn't even be a discussion if it wasn't.
1: Well, then, but and there the, might I, not have been. But, again, this goes back to – and this is – again, this is I, – I would imagine this is a fact because it's multiple reporters basically saying the same thing in their stories, that North Carolina and Virginia are the schools – are the top schools in the ACC most coveted, that if there was going to be a bidding war between the SEC and the Big Ten, it would be for North Carolina and for Virginia. Right. You know, because they're not, they're not in those markets. They're great fits academically. And, you know, it, it gives you states that you yeah. don't have right yeah.
0: now. I will tell you this, and maybe I'm wrong, but if, it's re- if football is the driver for all of this, which is what we've been told, if football is truly the driver for all of this, I would be very surprised if at the end of the day the Big Ten said, I'd rather have North Carolina than Florida State, or the SEC did too. I might be wrong, but if football is – and I understand academics and markets, but it's just in my opinion maybe – but if, if football really is what's driving this, I can't imagine – now, again, now back to your point, you, you don't take any partner on – if it's going to, if the pie slices are going to be smaller, you don't, you know, or, or, the, or the money you make per pie slice. is smaller. So we'll see. I, I but I, but if I'm, but from Florida State standpoint, I think by now I'd have to know, by the way, I'm told that, that the Friday meeting is about, do we have legal recourse? Probably because of this, because, because of getting snubbed, do we have legal recourse to leave without the exit fee? Well, now if you saved the 120 million, well, that changes all the rules. If you can leave without the exit fee, I'll bet you. If you could leave without the 120 million, they take their chances with the grant of rights. I'll bet. I'll bet you they would take their chances with the grant of, If you could leave with, if you could leave with financial impunity with
1: regard to the exit fee. So we'll see. Anyway, interesting stuff.
0: I, I, I'm now to the point: leave or don't leave. You, are you have you gotten to that
1: point? Well, I the think story? that. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's been badly handled over the last year, and and I do think that what happened in the playoff. It, it It should be introduced into the legal argument of is the ACC living up to its end of the bargain? Uh, so I, I think I think that conversation absolutely should be had. My guess is from a legal argument, it'll fail because it's very clear in the playoff committee rules that if a player injury can affect their opinion of who they put in, uh that would mean that it's not you didn't get in because you're in the ACC. You didn't get in because Jordan Travis got hurt. and so, uh, But, it, but it makes certainly it makes sense to at least use that ammunition and try and turn it into some silver lining if it can help you mitigate the cost of getting out. Uh, but I keep coming back to, you're not going to the Big 12. That would be lunacy. So you're not leaving a mediocre conference to go to another mediocre conference. The only reason this makes any sense at all is to go to the Big Ten or the SEC. And, again, I just don't see it from either one's interests why it's an absolute no-brainer that you would take on FSU. And and let's just say Clemson if you did it for football reasons and football reasons solely. I don't know that the SEC needs that. You just added Oklahoma and Texas. And the Big Ten, they just added the four teams. USC, Oregon, Washington, UCLA. I mean, you know (laughs) – it's, it, at some point, do you have a conference or do you have a, 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 its own sports entity? And I think once everybody breaks away, FSU's in that group. Uh, and, and that's where it probably needs to go for FSU is just forget conferences. Let's just have the SEC and Big Ten merge and bring in the other five or six schools that they would need to have a credible uh, national landscape and, and move on from there.
0: We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some portal stuff. Do a reminder, 320 is our Duval County Scholar-Athlete. And in that segment, we'll also do our picks. All that coming up. This is 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
3: The Frangie Show, live from the Hastings Injury Law Firm Studios on 1010XL. Hit back with Hastings. (chat) It's an old rock Thursday. Music the way it should be, or at least used to be, on the Frangie Show.
0: I'll be so blue
4: just thinking oh, about you.
2: Decorations of red on a
0: green Christmas tree. Is your pick? It
4: is. Very good.
0: Would
4: be the same dear if you're not. Know Elvis covers.
0: Uh, Too fat for carrot K. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you, if we could pull that off, because we kind of look yeah. like Elvis. Isn't Elvis? Yeah. We kind of look like old Elvis. Old <laughs> Elvis is kind of fat, so our band looks like
1: Elvis.
2: How old was Elvis when he died. He was young. 40, right? like 40,
1: 40, 41. 40, yeah, like my
2: age. Isn't that crazy to think? Because he was famous for so long, but yeah, he was young. Or at least I think young.
0: Who oh, don't love Elvis? the uh, portal season is here more than ever the uh total number so florida has four portal guys of so our five they have four if so okay. right
1: tackle corner defensive tackle and receiver okay
0: the receiver they just got from wisconsin the right tackle that's right and the juco guy I was they're not counting the juco guy four portal guys you're right that's so, right so four portal guys Hayes, where do they? Where, where realistically do they have to? For and we're talking about older starters, guys. That I mean, those four guys we presume will start for the football team, right? Absolutely. So, so in your opinion, how many more of those do they? Tra- I mean, I mean, DK that Lauren taught us how to sell his name is going to be. He, there's no question he's a starter. Yes. He, he's he's the most. Automatic. He's their Pearsall. He's yeah. right. He's the most automatic of the starters. I think the offensive tackle, maybe he's a right tackle, is pretty automatic. He's their right tackle. Okay. The defensive tackle might be their best defensive player. Yes. So he's so he, I mean, he's so he's definitely going to start. Yes. And what did
1: I leave out? Uh, the uh, Oregon corner. Yeah, and he probably the safety. He's is he, is probably he going to start at
0: Okay, so yeah. that's four starters. How many more of those do they need, in your opinion, of the of what I just said?
1: Well, I mean, as you go through it, I think they're they need a portal quarterback. Uh, it, it, you've only got three on scholarship that's not gonna work now he's he just accepted a preferred walk-on today that's a quarterback but I mean come on so I mean <laughs> y- you need to add a fourth guy it doesn't have to be a star it, honestly it shouldn't be a star it should be a guy who knows the drill hey come to Florida get a degree from Florida or master's degree from Florida and you're never gonna play but you need to have a, a th- at least a fourth quarterback and certainly a third if Jack Miller does decide to move on as he should at uh, running back, they're fine. Uh, Montrell Johnson, Cam Carroll, Treyon Webb. They added two backs yesterday. Those guys can play right away if needed. So uh, they're fine there. I'd, I'd be totally fine if they added another receiver. But uh,
0: Oh, I would think that would be something you'd want yeah, to add.
1: Yeah, but with DK and uh, Eugene Wilson, I'd like to think Andy Jean, Aiden Mizell does something. Uh, maybe one of the two signees can do something. You also have Marcus Burr, Khalil Jackson, I, uh, you know, tight end. Yeah, you could, you could certainly make the argument. Boardingham is still there. I, uh, they like Amir Jackson, who they just signed. That's a tough position for a true freshman to come in and play great right away. I, uh, I think another offensive tackle could certainly be in the cards. I, uh, so at least one more offensive lineman. I would think an edge player because right now at edge you're looking at, I. Uh, You know, Boone, Sap, Pyburn, uh, the Juco kid, they signed Searcy, Kelby Collins, so maybe a little bit more there. We'll see. LJ McCray, I was surprised that Napier said he's an edge. He seems more of a tackle, but, you know, we'll see. And I think it linebacker. I mean, you know, Shamar James gets hurt, and the whole thing goes to, you know, awfulness. So, I, I think you probably need a linebacker. I mean, you can probably make a case that he could add eight more guys. But, but, he but, just doesn't have the room right now to do that.
0: But a realistic, a realistic hope, hope slash expectation, is four or five guys. I, I, I think you need four. I'll go, Lauren, I'll go where, where Hayes said. I think another offensive lineman for sure. I think a pass rusher for sure. I do think another receiver for sure.
2: Are you I- excited about Dre Hawkins, the freshman? Oh I, oh, I think there's so a lot. Maybe of – Napier said will be the fastest player on the yeah, team, which I, to I'm, me spoke volumes, considering how fast Trey Wilson is.
0: Yeah, but I will also tell you that the guy that was faster than Trey Wilson was Aiden Mizell. He didn't mm-hmm. play. That's you true. know, so so freshmen don't play necessarily. So I would say again, you win football games with 22 and 23 year olds. You you don't win football games with 18 and you don't. They help the cause, right? You don't win, but you win because of those 22 year olds. You do. That's how college football is won with 22 year old people. And so I would say, offensive line, another one. Edge, another one. I agree with you. Linebacker, another one. I would say receiver, another one. Off the without even thinking twice, I'd say those four spots. Corner, co- co- corner. If I, but if I, that'd be fifth. Like
1: Jason Marshall is still yeah. technically on the roster, yeah. so we'll see. But I mean, the word was he was absolutely going into the draft. Now he didn't have a good year, but you know he's still probably going to be a third round pick because it's such a huge position of need for NFL teams. So and he'll test well. But I mean, so again, I'm assuming Marshall isn't going to be there, but he is. But even if he is, I mean, you know, I, I like Jakeem Jackson and his potential. Right. Uh, but, but you know, I, I I think guy. I'd rather if I was in a, yeah. if I was Billy Napier, I think I'd rather have more of a, that, a guy that started 25 or more games. That'd probably
0: be my fifth spot. I, if I go, if if I went in order, my order would be o line, edge, linebacker, receiver. That'd be more, yeah, and then corner. Yeah. That 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 would be my my order of
1: preference. Would you take a? What do you think about the quarterback room?
0: Well, you it's hard to get that he guy. He loves it. Because that, guy, what's, what's that? He, right. the quarterback well, room? yeah, yeah. he yeah. loves well, it. I, I do mean, love it. in terms of the, depth, yeah, I do love it. Yeah. Like, can you remember uh, hard, a team it's, going it's in with just to get two guys? a guy? How how they got Spencer Sanders with Jackson Dart there? I'll never know. I think it would. Be, I think to get a, it's a very unique guy. It's a guy that wants a coach. Right. It's a, and I don't know that Billy's the guy you go coach under if you want to go coach. Right. You know. I uh, most quarterbacks in the portal are going somewhere where they're the quote, they're the guy. No, no one's going to be the guy there. Right? It's Mertz is the starter, and is the guy they're going to develop. So it's very hard to get a portal guy that's gonna that's gonna come in there knowing he's never going to play because he's he's third team now. He's you got the veteran guy and the and the developmental guy. So so i lo- so yes, they need another veteran guy. I don't know how you, I don't know how you get him. I don't
1: know how you possibly could get. Well, I mean, again, I think if it's like a Division two player that, to your point, is maybe more academically oriented, wants to coach, uh, maybe wants to coach, maybe you know, figure out to you know how to do the opposite of everything. Yeah, like and somebody
2: with a, their degree already.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. By the way, anyway,
2: real quick, Frank, Colorado and Louisville have sixteen commits out of the transfer portal for twenty twenty four. Already, Ole Miss has ten, TCU has fourteen, South Carolina has nine, Texas Tech has ten. So the that's Florida's not out four. Of the, Florida has four. That's he's not it. out of the realm of possibility, though, to bring in yeah. that many.
0: And see, that's a problem. That there's that many schools with double digits, and he's been slow, he's been slow on the draw there. He really has been. All right, we got a Duval County Scholar Athlete and our picks coming up. Stay with us.
3: The Frangie Show, live from the Hastings Injury Law Firm Studios on 1010XL. Hit back with Hastings.
4: Bells will be ringing
1: This sad sad noon
2: More Christmas music for you this will be the Eagles as we welcome in our Duval County Scholar Athlete of the Week <laughs> Caleb Williams from Rebalt. Caleb Thanks so much for joining us and Merry Christmas You're
4: thank you so here.
2: Absolutely. All right, so you play basketball, but you're not just a basketball player. You're a really good basketball player, is that correct? Yes, ma'am. And you've been playing since you were how old?
4: Four years old.
2: And what position do you play? Point guard. Point guard, and how many points have you scored?
4: Like 1,000 and... 1,000 points, I, I don't know the exact <laughs> nah, number, just 1,000 points. <laughs> Once you get to
0: 1,000, you don't have to keep counting. Now, you're not the Caleb Williams that plays football and won the Heisman Trophy, right? <laughs> no, That's a no. different – it's a different – it's a different Caleb. Yes, same sir. names, I want to make sure it's different. Yes, sir, yes, hey, good to see you.
4: Thanks for coming in. Thank you, thank you. Tell thank me you. about starting to play basketball. How long
0: have you played and why is basketball special for
4: you? Uh, I've been playing for 13 years, since I was four. Um, it's just a great thing. Just wanted to do so many things with the thing you love, just basketball, um, it's competitive. I like to win. Yeah. And so when you win, it just feels good. It's just like a feeling you can't take away. You play we play for Reball. That's
0: probably one of the most tradition rich basketball programs in Jacksonville. I mean probably the probably the greatest program ever in Jacksonville. Is there pressure because you play for such a great school?
4: Uh no, sir. You just wanna feel like hooping, just playing basketball, playing with your friends, your family, and just playing on for reball.
1: Caleb, you said the Bishop Kenny game was, was your favorite game. Tell us why. What happened that night?
4: Oh, uh, that was the game to go to state and like we that last year was like a rough season, you know, just to have so many up and downs. But then we got to that point and, you know, we showed out. Um, beat BK by like it was a it was a bad game. We were beating them by like thirty. Oh wow. Like when the second half hit, we knew the game was over and we was just getting ready to celebrate. And that was the last game in the uh Austin Wilkes gym, so Oh wow.
2: So that was very special against my alma mater. Uh, Caleb, what's your favorite shot?
4: Uh, step back. Step back three. Um, Uh-oh. Um, uh, my friends made a song about me. <laughs> a song? Yeah, really? A song. That's yeah, kind of cool. What's it called? Um, It's called Larry Bird because, you know, when I do my step back, my, my number is number three. So Okay. So they be okay. like, step back, three, three. You so got a, I
2: love this.
0: You got a little Larry Bird in you. Uh, you're involved in a lot of stuff um, in in student government and other areas in Revo, tell me why you're still so involved. How, do, how does that help you, and how does that help the school?
4: Um, it helped me because it made me become a leader, a better leader, and um, just doing community service, knowing faces, building connections, relationships. So, you know, so I could better myself in the future. Very cool, Caleb. Tell
1: us about your your college plans. Where you are with that, and, and are you going to try and play basketball at the next
4: level? Uh, yes, I'm. Want to play basketball at the next level, um, and and um, I have offers from Alcorn State, uh, Edward Edward Waters University, and uh, Payne College. But it's been more schools been in touch, and I'm just waiting for the right school to make me feel home. Awesome.
2: Does your family want you to stay here and play for Edward Waters?
4: Um, <laughs> no, 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 man, no! Man. <laughs> I think they want me to have like the best opportunity that I can to keep playing the game that I love. So I, I can understand. How tall are you? Uh, I'm six foot. Okay, you know you're a point guard. You're a one. You're, yes. You're
0: not a combo to two to three.
4: You're gonna you're, you're uh, a, you want the ball with your hand. I want the ball in my hand, but you got also say I'm a combo because I like because I could do almost everything that I can to make my team win. So okay. if I need to get off the ball, I'll do that. Stay on the ball, I'll do that too. So
0: and you definitely want to play basketball in college. That's 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 the goal, right? Yeah, that's my dream. Yes, well, sir. Well, that's very exciting. Well, congratulations for being a Duval County scholar. It's great to meet you. You're a nice young guy. And I got a hunch you may make it playing basketball in college. So thanks for stopping by. We sure appreciate it. Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> uh, Caleb Williams, the uh, the Duval County Scholar Athlete of the Week from Rebol. What a nice young guy. I'll bet he's a darn good basketball player. And I'll, I'll tell you, playing basketball for Rebol, there is a it, it's an honor. I mean, it, it's it's Rebolt, Absolutely. You know? I mean, it's a, basketball for Rebol is really like very much like football at Bowls or Trinity or or I mean it, it's I can tell you when I was covering when I was when I was in high school. I didn't play basketball in high school. When I was in high school, and then covering it, Reebok basketball was royalty. I don't know if it was when you covered it or not. Absolutely.
1: it was. I mean, Reebok basketball was royalty. Oh, no doubt about it. And, I mean, the girls' program there is, I mean, nationally That's right. among the best. I can remember when I
0: was a prep writer, Al Austin was the, was the girls' coach. Mm-hmm. Bernard Wilkes was the boys' coach.
1: And they were both going to turn- state tournaments every year. Every year. Every year. Yeah.
0: Were those the two coaches when you were doing? Austin
1: that? still was when I Bernard when I wasn't? started. Um, I I don't remember that. Okay. okay. But I also never when I was uh, just starting out I didn't do a lot of boys basketball. Right. So yeah, I just maybe I just maybe was and I just what never was assigned the game. But I did a lot of girls basketball when I first started out in uh, two thousand. And uh, Rebolt was – I covered a Rebalt bartram Trail game at Bartram Trail. It was one of my first, like, prep assignments ever. And Bartram Trail was a new school. Like, it might have even been their first year. Right. And they've obviously grown into an incredible athletic behemoth uh, in St. Johns County. But that night, I want to say it was, like, 96 to 24. I mean, it was unreal how good – Rebalt was and uh yeah they they, they're spectacular
0: all right so here we go you you ready for picks sure rg ready for picks i'm ready lauren you ready for picks (laughs) what are you doing you, oh you had to it will be. i have to oh, keep you need track your, of everything oh you need your computer okay i do
2: yeah was, i had a quick change <laughs> that was i'm ready i thought you were gonna break and we were no, gonna come back no, and do does, picks, this so. have any,
0: does this have anything to do with your with your um research or is it just no tracking? this is
2: just a, a spreadsheet to track oh, everything Spreadsheet. because usually once a week you'll say i didn't keep track of yeah, the picks, I, so I, I need the records that's
0: exactly what, exactly <laughs> what i do all nfl music this time rj fired up now, the Otterson Wealth Advisors Risk Reward Picks of the Week. Otterson Wealth Advisors, your goals, our expertise. All right, here's how it went last week. Uh, Hayes Carline, 5 and 1, had a six point week. You also had the Moneyball. Uh, Lauren, correct me if I get any of these wrong. I think I was 4 and 2. Also a six-point week because I had a game picker-upper and the money ball.
2: That you did. The Texans over the Titans.
0: Yeah, so we both had six points a week. Kase and I. Lauren and RJ both were three and three with three-point weeks. Is that correct?
2: Uh, RJ had the Ravens also, so he gets the money ball. Oh, my bad. And I was the only dumb one to pick the Jackson.
0: So so RJ goes, goes, my bad. I apologize. So RJ then goes to, what was RJ? uh, Um...
2: He is exactly 10 points behind Hayes. Carline Hayes has 79 points. RJ has 69. You and I are tied with 61. You are no longer
0: in the cellar. In the I'm cellar. the bottom feeder, yeah, so I had him 69. Sorry, RJ. So, yeah, 79 is what I got. 79, 69, 61, 61. Those are our total points. 79, 69, 61, 61. Hayes 11 and 5 on Money Balls. RJ and I are both 9 and 7. Lauren is 7 and 9 on Moneyballs. Uh, I would say it's pretty much over. Are you claiming victory yet? I am not. You're up ten points.
1: Yeah, I don't claim victory until it, the game's over.
0: Well, you wouldn't know how because you've never yeah. had a victory. Right. But it, yeah. you <laughs> don't
1: pl- you, What you're guessing is you don't claim victory until now, right? That's what I'm
0: assuming.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have uh, assumed that he's winning. Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah.
0: And, you, and you've had a you've had a victory, so so you have that. So here we go.
2: Mine went down to the very wire, though. Mine wasn't like this, where I could just yeah. enjoy the last few weeks.
0: And, and, and by the way, you're on the verge of going first to worst, aren't you? That's possible. I've, That's possible. I've seen
2: teams do that in the NFL, so you know what? Uh, we're going to have to meet with the general manager.
0: Yeah, a, it actually might be worse to first work, but, but I digress. See, just kidding. Uh, let's get right to it. Uh, Hayes picks first on all these. Bengals are at the Steelers.
1: No Jamar Chase is certainly a concern, but Cincinnati believes in what it's doing, and I don't know that the Steelers do, so I will take Cincinnati on the road. Coming with you. I think the Steelers are terrible. Lauren. Bengals as well. And
0: RJ, RJ, here's a chance, man. Look, you're the only guy that's got a chance to catch this guy. Don't let us down. RJ, who do you like? Absolutely, I have a chance. I'm not taking it though, Frank. Get, get, it's chalk. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, okay, RJ, again, I, I, I go through this with you. You know how this works, right? B-3. Okay. Miss. G-6. You suck my battleship, I RJ. i make sure you know how this works. So if you get to pick the same one, it's harder to catch it. OK, OK, I'm just trying. Got to keep it close. <laughs> Keep it close <laughs> until the end. Then that's what I'm going to come into. for the punch. RJ, you know you're down 10 points with like three weeks to play, right? It's only 10 points. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Browns are at the Texans. Hayes Carline.
1: I uh, don't think C.J. Stroud is going to play for Houston, so that carries the day for me. I'm going to take the physical Cleveland Browns to win on the road. RJ Saunders. What can Brown do for you? Give me Cleveland you know how this works, right? B okay. three. Okay. okay. I I think it's a magnificent strategy. <laughs> okay,
0: just yeah. So you yeah. so again, if he has more points at the end, then he wins. You've got that right? Absolutely. Uh, okay. But just, you know, okay. I was down by five last yeah. week, and yeah. now I'm yeah. down ten. Okay. Good. Yeah, very good. Okay. All right. Um, Lauren. I'm gonna go with the Browns, so I'll oh.
2: give you the opportunity. Sir. Why
0: wouldn't I? I'll take the Texans. Given all that, give me the Texans at home for the game picker
1: upper. Uh, Colts at the Falcons. Hey. I'm going to take the Falcons here. I just have a feeling that, that Indianapolis is going to have a clunker game, and I think the Falcons will wake up a little bit having lost to Carolina last week. So I will take an embarrassed Atlanta Falcons team to win at home. Lauren. I
2: actually like the Falcons as well. I'd like them all. Okay,
1: I'll go against y'all. i take the Colts. RJ.
0: Okay, here we go. Frank, give me the Colts. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> all right, that's uh, Seahawks at the Titans. Hayes
1: Carlisle. Again, we don't know the quarterbacks. I'm going to take the Seahawks because I think they're just more explosive at the receiver position, and my guess is they'll make one play late to win a close game. Coming with you. I'll take the Seahawks. RJ.
4: If you didn't take them, Frank, I would
1: have. So I have to follow you and give me the Seahawks.
2: I will take the Titans then.
0: In the- I'm about to go ahead and claim victory for Hayes now, just so you know that. But that's okay. So Lauren, Lauren took the game picker up uh, Ravens at the 49ers.
1: I, I have to go with San Francisco. They're just playing such great football right now. It's at home. The Ravens are, are certainly an unbelievable team as well, but San Francisco just looks to be a step ahead of everybody right now in the league. So give me Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, Kittle, the gang, to beat the Ravens. Lauren.
2: Give me the Ravens. I liked what I saw this past week, and I think the 49ers are kind of skating through uh, now that they pretty much know they're going to be the number one seed in the NFC.
0: R.J. Saunders.
1: Yeah, I never go with Northern California. Give me Baltimore on this one.
0: I love it. Trying to catch up at least. I will take the 49ers with Hayes Carline. And finally, the money ball. Jags at Bucks. Hayes Carline.
1: I don't really expect Trevor. I, I, I just don't know enough about whether Trevor is going to be active. And I think if he's not active, they can't get it done. Even if Trevor plays, I don't think it's a gimme. So I know Baker Mayfield's going to play. I know Mike Evans is going to play. I'll take Tampa Bay at home. Lauren.
2: Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to bounce back and snap the three-game losing streak on
0: the road. R.J. Saunders. Give me another word for cash. Bucks. Give me Tampa. And I'll take the Jags. I'll come with Lauren on this. I think the Jags are going to beat the Bucks. So, there you go. Um, Here's how it looks. Um, R.J. uh, clearly playing for second place. The uh, Bengals and Steelers, we all took the Bengals. Browns and Texans. Um... uh, the, uh, I'm the only one that took the Texans. You guys all had the Browns. Falcons and Colts, we split it right down the middle. RJ and I took the Colts. You guys took the Falcons. Seahawks and Titans, uh, game picker upper for Lauren. She took the Titans at home. That may not be as bad a pick as you think. The Seahawks, we all took. Ravens at 49ers right down the middle. RJ and Lauren, Ravens. Hayes and I, 49ers. And Bucks and Jags right down the middle. Hayes and RJ say Bucks. Lauren and I say Jags. One more time, Hayes, 79, RJ sixty nine, Lauren sixty one, me sixty one. It's uh, I can't. I'm, you know, I'm not going to call the victory yet, because because if I if I call the victory now, I then I have to quit saying how many times that you've never won before, and that's all I got left. You got to hold on to all you got, Carl. I yeah, don't blame you. If it's all you got, you go hard with it. So that's absolutely so, so easy. Easy. It's going to be the most dominating win I think in picks history. But right now, you, have I told you by the way you've never won? Have I pointed that out yet? Have I? I've never won. <laughs> Take a break. Like ever. <laughs> News and notes soon next to wrap the show. Stay with us.
3: The Frangie Show live from the Hastings Injury Law Firm studios on 1010 XL. Hit back with Hastings. What's going on in the world? It's time for Frangie Show news and notes. Here's Lauren Brooks.
2: Today's Christmas playlist. Tomorrow we we'll have a whole another one.
0: Y'all did a nice job. Very, very, very great. I'm complimentary
1: you. Nice you. This is a great song. Love it. Good.
2: We had the Beach Boys. We had Elvis. We had Dolly Parton. We had Rod Stewart. We have Elton John, and we have the Eagles.
1: That'd be a pretty good festival.
0: Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, you, I'm going to that. Yeah. Do you still watch The Voice?
2: I don't usually.
0: I don't watch it. But Suzanne watches all of them. They had um. And so, the, so the, the judges, they change all the time. Yeah. But the judge guy and the one girl, they they, they sing them together like at the end, uh-huh. like Reba's on there yes. now. She, so the judge dude from One Direction. Okay. N- Neil or Noel or Niall or something like that. Niall Horan. No, okay. There so, we go. So, 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 he, so he sang with the girl. They sang Wasted Time by the Eagles. The Ooh. Tennis. I mean, you got to go see it. It's, I will I Google mean, it. I cr- mean, it's a great YouTube song. It. It's a, and by the way, it's, it's you can't imagine how many good songs are on Hotel California on the album. It was a, it's, you guys know the song Wasted yeah. Time. It was you it, it's, he and the girl sang it. Okay, it is fantastic.
2: I so, will so find it. That's the good part about YouTube and all that stuff yeah, nowadays. You can find yeah, yeah, anything you want. Yeah. You I mean, don't have to. I mean, Wasted Time's not
0: it. an Eagles song you hear a lot about because it was buried on that great Hotel California. Sam, I'm not even
1: sure I know it. It's on you. You know if it, it. you it. heard it. You, okay. you, it's on
0: Hotel California. It's it, it's it's one of those seven or eight great hits. It's really good. Yeah. It's a slow, but it's really really good song.
2: Hayes, I sent Frank Seven Bridges Road." Luke Combs did it with this new band called The Wilder Blue. The harmonies. It's of course it's not going to be as good as the Eagles, but the harmonies were really really good. What did you think of that one?
0: I liked it. I liked it very. Yeah. I, I'm not. You know, I don't love covers. I I don't mean this mean. I don't love the country guy doing covers. I didn't love Travis Tritt's "Take It Easy." Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I, I can didn't, understand that. I didn't love Luke Combs doing. Um, fast cars. But uh, but uh, you know I love harmonies, which is probably why you sent it to me. Yeah. I thought it was very good. Uh, that, that, that's the ultimate harmonies song. Absolutely. And it was, re- it was really good. It was I thought they did a really good in, job. In that, that other band. No, yeah. I thought it was very good. I liked it very much.
2: Alright, well, we've had fun talking Christmas music. Uh, this stat, though, is not so fun. Hayes hey, Bill Barnwell tweeted out this stat earlier. I think it was yesterday. The 2023 Jaguars have been stuffed 11 times on 41 trips in the red zone this year. That means coming away with zero points. That is a 26.8% red zone stuff rate. The only team with a worse red zone stuff rate over the last decade are the 2017 Browns. And yes, they went 0-16. It's
1: uh, it's a massive problem. It starts with a lack of physicality. They can't run it when they have to run it. So it starts there. Uh, And so everything has to be a throw into the end zone. And... You know, it's just it's it's hard in this league to complete passes when the 11 guys on defense have that, you know, back end zone line is the ultimate defender. It's just hard. It's very constricted space. And I think, you know, we've also seen mental errors, you know, the end of the first half last week was a mental error by the quarterback. Uh, So I I think it's it's a combination of uh, a lot of things. I would say it's you know sixty five percent lack of physicality from the offensive line, you know twenty percent uh mental errors from the skilled players, and I'd say fifteen percent play calling and coaching
0: I would tell you this lauren and and, and that, hopefully that
1: adds up to a hundred <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but I, I would I would tell you this big picture of not just that step but when the when you write the, the story of the 2023 season, if it doesn't end the way the Jags hope it does, if, mm-hmm. they, if, they, if the season ends sooner than they want to, I think you'll look back and the problem area that nobody saw coming was the offensive line.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, Cam Robinson suspended the first four games and then got injured later. Walker Little injured, missed some time. Ben Bartsch never really developed as the left guard. Anton Harrison is a, is a rookie. Um, Fortner and Brandon Sheriff were just okay, did not play great. Fortner's had a tough year. So I think if you add up all that haze, all the pieces, if there's one piece that, that, that didn't come together, and, and by the way, that's the way the world is. That's the way the NFL is. Sometimes uh, positions don't come together. The one, the one that because of the building of it, the development, the injuries, the suspension, the things that didn't go well, I think the offensive line probably led to a lot of the concerns. Start to If the season ends not like you wanted it to end, I think you'll go back and point to struggles on that offensive
1: front. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, certainly on the left side, to your point, there's been a lot of uh, revolving doors, which has hurt. Luke Fortner's had a massive sophomore slump. Um, whether it's just a one bad year or whether this is just who he is in the NFL, we'll see. But it's been a bad year for Luke Fortner. Brandon Sheriff, I, I don't think, is, has had a particularly strong year, particularly given the money that he's making. Uh, you know, the rookie, the right tackle has been the, one of the bright spots of the entire team. And, I will, mean, and will be a really good player. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they've definitely found a, a, a star there. But, uh, but it, it's really been unfortunate how it's – and again, this, this goes to why not at this point let Tyler Shatley have a turn at starting at center? I mean, if you know your center isn't going to get any push in the run game, don't you owe it to the other teammates to put somebody else in there that this isn't an undrafted rookie this is a a, a guy that's you know 30 something years old now that's started games at center he's very versatile i mean he may be awful tyler shatley may be awful but don't you at least owe it to yourself to see if it if it provides any kind of spark uh and you know i mean you know we'll see but they they seem very dedicated and loyal to Luke Fortner. I just don't know that his play has earned him that.
2: Yeah, I, I have been wondering whether or not they would shake up that position for a while now. And, and look, it, certainly there's no better time than the present because, and we're about to do our takeaways, the Jaguars right now have a 69% chance of making the playoffs. If they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that goes up to 90%. If they lose to the Bucks, it goes down to 56%. So everything, obviously, like we've talked about all week uh, to this point, certainly hinges on this game. All right, time now for today's takeaways.
0: Now, today's takeaways, brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over
1: 50 years. My takeaway is it's getting a little harder to see Trevor Lawrence playing on Sunday. It didn't appear like he did anything at practice today. We'll await the injury report. Really puts, I think, a lot of uh, attention on tomorrow's practice for Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully, he can at least get in a limited uh, participation. That would put him back on track to perhaps be active for Sunday. Because I I think if they don't have him, they're going to lose a game that they absolutely have to win. So, again, hopefully Trevor Lawrence will will get healthy and clear protocol. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody.
2: Yeah, right back at you. Uh, I would say my takeaway certainly is that this offense has been fairly broken uh, as of late, and they've got to get it fixed as far as Sunday is concerned. Because, like I just said, your chances of making the playoffs are dramatically increased if you win the game, and certainly decreased if you lose the game.
1: You're, uh, you're off. Yeah, I'll see you. What a are you doing? Bit. You got any fun plans? Just staying at home. Hanging and out. Hanging out with the family. Enjoying Christmas. Well,
0: enjoy your day tomorrow and your Thank week you. next week. Uh, Lauren you and I'll be here tomorrow. Too. But then we'll uh, then we're all off next week. And uh, got a good Steve's got a good plan put together as we kind of uh, plan our next week off. So we have one more day of here Over
1: the weekend. Hey, enjoy your week off. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much. Merry Christmas.
0: Uh, Lauren Arjan, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, three to six, our final show before Christmas and before the end of the year. Don't go anywhere. Jaguars Happy Hour comes up right now, and that includes the Doug Peterson Show. All coming up now on 1010XL and 92.5.